Welcome back to A Raw Motion, the Tottenham Pod. Um, it's been a while. Um, sorry about that. We've just been both been a bit really busy um, with various things, um, but it's good to be back. We both actually went to the game yesterday separately. Um, Mac, um, as you might have seen over our social media, um, had a discussion with Paratici, uh, asked him a question about Romero. Um, also got some insight into some other players and uh, had a conversation with one of the fitness coaches down there, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, we don't really talk too much about the game. Um, obviously, as you, I'm sure you're aware, it was a 3-1 win. Uh, we played very well. It was very entertaining. It was just good to be back watching uh, Tottenham in the stadium. I was lucky enough to go to the Euro semi-final and to the final. Maybe not so lucky on that one. Um, but it was good to be actually watching Tottenham. So, you know, we just talk a little bit about that. Uh, just a quick one, really. So we will hopefully meet up again soon and do another one to preview the upcoming season. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. Cheers. Just to add, we do have one or two technical issues during this recording, as always, because Mac's on the road working um, and he was getting a few phone calls come through. So if we do dip out for a second and there's no sound, don't worry, we do come back. Hello, buddy. Afternoon, Afternoon mate. You're right. I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, good. It's good. It's been a while. I think we've both been pretty busy with things. Um but we've decided to reconvene after both going to the uh, MK Don's Tottenham game yesterday and uh, a year after you become a, a global superstar for meeting Bow at the airport, um, you've become a, a Twitter sensation again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, can you just run us through what, what happened? And uh, I know that you've been bombarded on Twitter with uh, trolls, and but also people just in general wanting to know what was said, whether it was true. So, go on, put the, put the record straight, mate. Putting the record straight. So, um, so I, I got into the ground for half five, um, and I, I luckily was enough to get a seat next to the tunnel. Um, so, obviously, I was there for my usual, you know, Heart, even though Ash is now gone, you know, the um, Tottenham stalkers are still going strong, even if it's just me doing it. Yeah. To um, to get some autographs, I took my bell shirt from last season to get some autographs on so that my boy had it. And I'll be honest, the last person I expected to see was uh, Parasiti, or however the fuck you pronounce his name. I'm just going to say yeah. director of football. Yeah. So anyway, he, um, well, to be fair, actually, the first thing I saw was, was hitching down the tunnel um, and he was talking to some MK bod. Uh, and then they came out onto the pitch. He was on his phone constantly. You've seen now, I think Alistair, uh, Alistair Gold posted a picture of Paratici on his phone uh, with Hitchin sort of looking on. Um, so he was, yeah, the guy's constantly he's, he's He's literally got his, his, his earphone in his ear and texting at the same time or emailing or whatever. The, you know, the boy can multitask. So anyway, they they were on the pitch, Nuno came out, had a chat with him, I asked Nuno for picking an autograph as he came back in, he went, I will do in a minute. Um, They all came out to do their warm-up and they were still stood chatting, chatting away. Nuno was in the tunnel, so I saw Nuno around the corner, went, if I get that pick and uh, autograph, I was like, yeah, 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 sweet, got that done. Um, And then, yeah, they they decided they were walking back down towards the tunnel and I just said, "Uh, what's um, what's happening with, with Romero? 
and he literally just put his hand on my on my sort of shoulder arm, sort of the middle bit, and just kind of went, "We're waiting, we're waiting," with a with a smile on his face, and that was it. Yeah, you know, it was. I didn't have time for a full length interview. No, no. To to. Pro- You've cut off there, mate. I don't know whether you're still about. Um, you're leaving this all in suspense. Um, but I'm guessing from what it's you're still, saying. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. You, bro- you, broke, you broke off a bit there, my mate. Phone, my, yeah, my, 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 phone, my phone rang. Uh, the wife tried phoning me. Uh, so I just had a dinger call. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so, so back, so back. So, yeah, so literally, literally yeah, he, he was walking back into the tunnel. Obviously, he had his phone and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I just literally just asked that one question. And it, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Did. Um, say, so, yeah, I know everybody sort of has got their opinions on, on Twitter. But the one thing that people know if they follow my personal account is that I get myself into places that some others can't to get things signed and, you know, to get pictures. So, you know, I, I got myself in a position to ask a question and I did. Yeah, I don't really understand why people think when you're posting a picture with the guy, why you would make something up. You know, it's not as if you wouldn't have the fucking balls to ask the guy something like that. I mean, you know, I, I told I think, you yesterday... Yeah, I think I think it goes along with all those those people who write those texts of oh I saw you know I yeah. saw in Levy today and uh, you know I, I saw like prior to, to Gil joining I saw Brian and asked him if he was joining Spurs when I was in the in the Hilton Wembley you know and he, he winked at me grabbed me by the hair took me into the bathroom and finger fucked me do you know what I mean yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what they were expecting I, I must you know admit, I, mean? I must admit when I see when I see um when I see your uh, tweet, I did wonder whether it was you were because it did read like that when you said he placed his hand on my shoulder. And I thought, oh, here we go. But obviously, <laughs> after I spoke, <laughs> obviously after I spoke to you, I did think, well, I know that you, you know, I, I 100% know you, and I know that you would have asked that question. Um, so, I, I, nearly, I very nearly put. Um, yeah, he put his hand on my shoulder, hitching spat in my eyes. They pushed me to the ground and put their finger in my ass, asking if I was as tight as Lee, as tight arsed as Levy. Um, but I thought, no, it's you know, he he said something. Now, yes, you know, as somebody's commented, it could be a standard answer. It could be of a correct answer. It, Absolutely. It, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, he you just put out. You just put out what your conversation was. It doesn't mean we're signing him. It doesn't mean any, it doesn't mean anything really. It just means that obviously what it does what it is it's a hundred percent that we're we are looking at him and and obviously have put in an offer offer and, and are negotiating because otherwise he would have just batted it off and not said anything maybe. Um, so I mean that's the only sort of conclusive answer we've got from your conversation with him. I think. Well, exactly. The, the, what's, what's the worst? You know, what's sort of the worst or better? You know, if. He, he could have played the. Uh, he, he could have played the uh, not very good English, mate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Ignore, yeah, yeah. ongoing or uh, uh, as he was walking, but you know he, he took the time to. And the fact I, I don't know whether it's because he's a tactile kind of guy, but I the one thing I found strange about it, and this is, do you know how they say with body language? Um, you know, when you touch somebody whilst you talk, so you know, like um, you shake a hand and you kind of yeah. touch the forearm, that it's supposed to have different connotations yeah yeah the fact that he went out of his way to a random fan who asked him a direct question to physically touch him and say we're trying fucking business well yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) he he broke my nose (laughs) punched me broke my nose spat on me and said took the time to really assault me says a lot about the man (laughs) but you get what i mean to to 
That's nice. It is good. And it's just a good say, <clears throat> and you know, and you know what? Whether that be a case of which we're waiting, we're waiting. It's positive, or even just to touch and be like to give you the the confidence that it doesn't matter whether this happens or not. He's doing his best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That's all we can ask. And, and listen, we. Do... I think just for me, where I'm at with with stuff, I'm one of these wankers, really, who now won't blame him anyway. Whatever happens, I'll congratulate him on doing the deal. And if it don't happen, I'll blame I'll blame it on Levy. Um, I'll put this in my reply. I'll put this yeah. in my reply to some people last night. It's like, oh, yeah, did he really... Could he? Yeah, I hope, and I've, I've said, do you know what? It all depends now how much control Levy has over the transfers now or mm. whether it is just a case of, you know, this is the budget I will give you. You do what you can with it. Um, which is what it know. should be, you know, which is what it should yeah. be, you know. Down to so, him, you know, down to him and the manager to say, look, this is the budget. What's your priority? Do you want to spend, let's say, fifty million on Romero, or do you want two centre backs for that? You know, I don't. We don't know yeah. the ins and outs of any deals, but um, you know, I think people are shitting themselves a little bit now with the news that potentially, I, I can't see how this could happen, but potentially Barcelona are sniffing around trying to get a loan deal going. Um, but my understanding is they're not allowed to register any more players at the minute. So and they've got. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest, unless they're allowed to register loan players, not permanent signings. Yeah, but maybe. Regardless, regardless, and either way, it doesn't matter who we're linked with, right? It doesn't matter who any team's linked with. There is always going to be reports. If somebody's linked, there's going to be they're going to be linked elsewhere. And some of it will be true, some of it will be bullshit just to try and get more money. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you know, there's reports going around now that they want 60 to 65 million rather than, you know, the price that was quoted before. Mm. Are they trying to use the Bar- you know, this so-called Barcelona interest as, um, yeah. as something to, to try and- to get more money? Yeah. yeah. Is mate, is the problem is business is business and people do what they can for it. And we've you know, got, get you know, the amount of time the stories we've heard of you know, when he's trying to offload a player, then he'll go back and say, what's another two million or something. So, you know, we've had, we've been doing it ourselves for many years. I think where people get frustrated and I do a little bit, and I do, I do understand it as well, that deals are not done overnight, but then you do get deals like with Chelsea and and the Kunde thing. I never expected to get Kunde. All the reports were saying, look, we've put in a bid for him. He wants Champions League football. I was going to say, as soon as I saw that, mate, I didn't want him. No, and, and it was there could be a chance if no club comes in for him. Um, so I don't know why people are losing their shit over Chelsea getting him. They're the European champions. They've come in for him. He's obviously... Um, they've got the deal done very quickly. They got the, Supposedly, they got the deal done very quickly. But they can do things like that. Because, look, no matter what, obviously we want Levy to spend. But we know he's not just going to throw money around. And nor should he, really. You know, we don't... And, uh, and, and this is a difference between... Uh, yeah, you know, people sit there and say, oh, it's five million. But the problem is, is we're not sat on a vat of oil. You know, we're not sat on Arabian Prince money. You know yeah. what I mean? We're, yeah. we're a club that is, is, is done through investment, through business, you know, and... and you know what we what we collect in revenue as um, from the fans and the and merchandise and everything else, and to be run and I've said this a thousand times and you agreed with me. The one thing about Spurs is it's always been run well. If we decide if we if we acted like we were cities or Chelsea's with all this money and went out and started pissing up the wall and and getting 
you know, signing somebody who's supposed to be good but ends up being a flop. You know, do we then become, are we then worse off? You know, and this is, it's kind of a double-edged sword. And anybody who listens to this will be kind of like, nah, bollocks, bollocks, they haven't invested for this long, they haven't done this, they haven't done that. And don't get me wrong, I agree. We haven't done a lot for, for or enough over the years. Absolutely. But then also, you, you've got, but you've got to, but when do you stop being like that really passionate, heartfelt fan and or no no you don't stop being the fan but you start looking at it as a fan from different angles well you know he hasn't spent that extra five million what a cunt or is it well maybe we don't have that why don't we have that if we did do that five million what would we then lose because of it mm. um you know and i've, I've, I've i have I've, I've sort of sat and sort of all, all different things as to why we have and we haven't but i think to myself if we read over the last few years you know, spent that extra 15 million here, that extra 10 million there, paid that extra 100,000 pound in wages there. Would we still be a well-run club? Would we still, would we have the stadium we have? Would we have enjoyed, you know, some of the, some of the good times that over recent years that we have had, or would we end up being, you know, still sat at White Hart Lane, which isn't a bad thing because that ground rule will never be replaced, you know, but would we go back to being like a mid-table dross team because we've run ourselves into such a bad place? We can't sign players or we can't sign the quality of players that, that we should be looking at and that we try to get. Yeah, I suppose the frustrating thing is, and uh, hindsight's a great thing, but yeah. when you look at the difference, someone like um, Bruno Fernandes has made, when we know that we were in for him. He's back himself, he said. At one stage, we were the only team in for him and there was a difference of only, you just said, like five or six million. Um, and then you got um, Diaz as well at, at Man City. in for him. The problem is, though, but Man City, but this is the thing, though. That we were in for him. But you've got to think, mate, what is the implication of that extra five million? What is it? No, I know. And 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 it's very easy for Tottenham fans to to sit there over Twitter with the keyboards or you know sat talking to their mates. You know, fucking cunt, five million pound. What the fuck's five million? Well, mate, if you had you know a hundred million pounds and you know you, got you a- could spend ninety five million on on your dream motor, knowing you had five million pounds, then look after it for the next however many years, and then they bump the price up to a hundred thousand. You know, you couldn't then afford to keep that car. Yeah. You'd say no. But I guess where fans get frustrated is is when they see um, all the them buying infrastructure all around the, the area of Tottenham and the, the other things that they spend the money on, um, spending tens, you know, tens of millions of pounds. And you think, well, you could have actually spent another five million here or another five million there and secured the players, which then would have probably meant we'd have got into Champions League and earning even more the- money. All right, and again, but then you look at it from a business perspective. Do I spend tens of millions on pounds on property and infrastructure that I know is going to generate X amount every year without fail? Or do I spend five million extra on a a footballer who may take us that extra step that we need? I know he yeah. sounds, and, 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 this is, and this is Arthur Potter. You, you know, you look at Saldado before we got him, he was prolific. Right, he yeah. was a fantastic. He was a fantastic striker. He came to Tottenham, and we might as well have signed fucking Dean Windass. Right, yeah. you know, whole city second division, because that you know what I mean. And that money was a waste of money. You know, Paulinho went on to be brilliant at Barcelona, but wasn't great for us. 
you know, um, Janssen, every player's a risk. Yeah, every player's a risk. Yeah. yeah. So, and, this is, and, and this is the difference between buying property and buying a footballer. There's calculated risk with property, but a guaranteed turnover to a degree with a top-line potential. And with a footballer, you could spend 30, 40 million on him. He ends up being wank. You get rid of him, you know, half the price two years later. Mm. And you've, and yeah, whereas that could have gone on two slightly less as good players, you know, um, but who could have been better? But that's, autumn. again, that's all well, that is all well and good. But what frustrates <laughs> me with, what frustrates me with Enik, and I'm sure with a lot of other people, is I'm, I'm, I'm happy if I know what the plan is. What I don't like is when we're being told, when the fans are paying the most expensive ticket prices in the whole of Europe, and when we're being sold a dream of being an elite club, and when we're getting managers in like Mourinho, um, and we've got a chance expects Champions League football, but he's playing fucking Europa Conference price prices for players. Um, and I think that's what frustrates. If I knew that this is our level, you know, this is what this is what to expect. The top ten finish. Oh, right, I'm going to be frustrated after coming so close with some of the glory. But we, as you know, we've we've seen Tottenham shit, and I wasn't as frustrated as what I am now because. Do you know what, told mate, all these things, and then it just doesn't happen, and that's the, and that's the frustration with it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not sat here defending Levy. I'm not sat here saying that you know we should give the guy a break. I'm not because it's been going on for too long. It sounds to you me know, as if uh, you and uh, Paratici, your new best mate, are like trying to fucking get us on Levy's side, mate. Oh, uh, mate, I don't know. He's I'm got not, into you, isn't he? He's not, but I, mate, sometimes you just need to pull yourself away from a situation and look at it and go, well, there's got to be some kind of logical reason. What could that be? And that's all I've done. I, I, well, I, well, since our last pod and when we were talking about stuff, that's all I've actually done is I've sat there and I've thought, why aren't we doing this? You know, don't get me wrong. And, and also, we've been spoiled. You know, like I said, I think a lot of the older fans forget. They, we've always believed, even when we were, were a three-point lane, mid-table club, we always believed we were destined for more, that we were bigger than than what we were at the time. And then we get to the, the point we got to under under Pochettino, and then people think, well, we're back to where we should be. And then it all goes to rat shit, and then everybody starts being a twat about it again. You know, but there are, there, there are reasons. And all I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter how frustrated we are, there will always be some kind of reason. But because it is what it is, and because they are who they are, we're never going to know those reasons. So, therefore, all we can do is get frustrated and speculate. Yeah, but the things we no, do I... know, the things we do know, though, Mac, are down to Levy, like getting rid of Pochettino. That was down to him. Bringing in Mourinho. That was down to him. So, there are st- yeah. there is stuff that we do know for, that are, is factual that is down to him. Cock! Huh? Sorry, some bastard. Sorry, I just shouted cock out the window. Some bell end. Decided to run. Uh, the, my, I'm on a temporary set of traffic lights, and right. some dickhead decided that he was going to speed through them. So his window was open, so I thought I'd let him know that he's an arsehole. <laughs> and and just for uh, any jobs worth, you are on hands free. Obviously, you're not holding. I'm, par- I'm parked up. I'm parked up, mate. Ah, I'm, okay. I'm stationary. Yeah. The yeah. edge isn't on, and I'm hands free. Good so, man. You know, Good man. Yeah. So try and catch me if you can, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but I'll tell you something else. You know, let, yes, you're right in what you say. Uh, I don't disagree. Like I say, I'm not here trying to defend Levy. I'm not a Levy lovey. Oh, I, I think he's, he's he's got to be accountable. Um, but I think also for us as fans, we've got to try and be objective. 
and try and see things from all possibilities or speculate about things from all possibilities. Otherwise, you know, we, we just, you know, become a, a rabbling mob of, of, of unruly arseholes giving shit when potentially it might not be as need, might not need to be as severe as, as it is because no. there is actually a logical explanation. Yeah, but, and I, I'm, I, I'm not going to jump on his back at the minute because at the end of the day, the window's still open. Romero's still an Atlanta player. He hasn't gone to Barcelona. He hasn't come to us. Let's see what happens. I'll do my exactly. raging if it, at the end of the window we end up with fucking... Gary Doherty, fucking Mark too, you know. Uh, uh, let, let's see another, what, another Stuart Nethercott. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see what we end up with. I mean, I'm not going to be happy if we're going from, you know, from first choices to sixth, seventh choices because we fucked around, sat on our hands, going on a deal that we can never get done. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to give him grief for that until that's the case. There's no point in doing that. Yeah, you know? exactly. I tell you something else I found out last night. I was talk- I was talking to a, a very nice gentleman who was part of the medical staff at yeah. Tottenham. And um, apparently the Tottenham squad now, since Nuno, Nuno has started, are fitter than what they ever were under Mourinho. That doesn't surprise me. He said that he said he, he was telling me that um, under Mourinho it was horrible. He said he didn't give a, he didn't really give a fuck about um, uh, about Tottenham. Um, it was all about him. They, you know, it was all um, because I, I spoke. I, I mentioned about the City game. I thought it was shit that we got rid of him. And yeah. I said even for that one game, he went. He wouldn't have even got it for that one game. He'd lost everybody. The guy was just ridiculous. He didn't really concentrate anything fitness wise, um, which show which then understands why that from the hour mark we got even worse. Mm. Um, but apparently, according to this this, this gentleman who, who works on the medical team for, for Tottenham, he um, he was saying that we that the team now are so much fitter um, than 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 they were uh, under Mourinho in in every single way. You know, they're sharper, they're they're fitter, they they look happier. Um, and he was, uh, and you could see it yourself. I don't know where you were sat at MK, but I was right next to the away dugout, and um, and Nuno hardly sat down, no. constantly talking to the players. Telling Reggie to, you know, or Bergvine to, you know, drop back a little bit or, you know, come out a little bit wider. You know, he was, you know, telling Delhi, you know, I need you this. I mean, he would constantly, mate. The guy was constant. And don't get me wrong, there were a couple of frustrated things that he said in his in his native tongue. Um, <clears throat> but he was constant on that touchline, talking to the players, which, which I thought was fantastic, rather than, you know, going to sit down for five minutes, then jumping up at a potential booking because it looked good for the camera. You know, so one, one, one thing I did notice, Max, I was I was in the top tier behind the goal. Um, and I, something I've never really seen before. I don't know if you know it right in front of you, actually. Uh, the start of the second half, the, the whole team were out doing some warm ups before the before we kicked off for the second half. They were doing yeah. some drills, which I've never seen before. And during the game, um, when the subs come off, they went with a fitness coach. And we're behind the goal, doing um, doing runs as well. And the fans were going crazy when uh, Regulon and Doherty were running up and they were cheering. Yeah. And, and then Son and uh, I can't remember who he run up with now. Um, but yeah, they were they were going in twos and doing and doing some uh, doing some runs, um, which I found yeah. interesting. I've never Sun, seen it before. Son was with Skip. That's right. And, that's right. Um, uh, but, but yeah, because uh, I noticed it because uh, I heard the crowd go. Ooh. Yeah, um, yeah. 
over and I saw Reggie like he just run the hundred meters. You know, yeah. putting arms behind him and everyone cheering. It was, That's it was, right. it was good to see. It was nice. To, do you know what? It was nice to see. The one thing that I think we we lost under Jose was that togetherness as a team. Yeah, yeah. It was nice to see. We seem to have a little bit of that back. Um, you know, they were doing their warm downs. It was nice to and. You know, I put I put a tweet up, uh, put a, an Instagram post up about Reggie because I'll be honest, mate. Reggie's a fucking little hero for me after yesterday um, because he came out and you know how they've got the two guys that normally escort them. They've got the tall dark yeah. fella where they were they normally full blazer up, but they were just in a white shirt and trousers. One of them I get on with and have a chat with him, and he remembers me from doing all my running around with Ash. And yeah. the other guy's always been a dick. Um, so, so Reggie came out, uh, no, who came out? Scarlett came out first. And I was like, can I get, get an autograph? And he was in there going, no, yeah, yeah, the players aren't allowed to. So and obviously he's 16. He's done as he's told. Yeah. He's, he's, he's gone off. And, and Reggie came out and there's me and this, this bloke and his little boy. And he's like, I'm like, you know, Reggie, can I, can I get, get an autograph, mate, and a picture? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy goes, no, no, no. Players are they've been told they're not allowed to do autographs because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. Um, and Reggie looked at him like he was a fucking knob. <laughs> Super looked at him like he was a knob and he went, huh? He went, yeah, not allowed to. And he went, I'll just wash my hands, put his hands <laughs> inside my shirt. <laughs> Good lad. Good right, lad. but then and then my the guy I know came out. And he was telling me, I said, mate, I said, you know me. I said, you know me well enough to know that I'm a cheeky bastard. I will always push the envelope a little bit, but I won't push it too much. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know. So anyway, I saw, he, he pissed off, you know, after we'd had our chat. And, um, and um, saw two paramedics come out. And I went, guys, quick question for you. I said, you haven't got a spare pair of gloves on you, have you? And it went, just just so happens, right? And he passed me a pair of gloves. And I went, mate, not all heroes wear capes. Thank you very much. Right? <laughs> and my mate came back out. And I went, I've solved the COVID issue. And I was holding my phone <laughs> and mark my gloved hand. <laughs> he, he just looked at me, laughed and shook his head and called me a twat. But, you know, but it was like, I solved the COVID issue. And he was like, yeah. Right. He says, I can't. And I said to him, listen, I said, Nuno's over there. I said, I'm going to ask him for an autograph. I said, and um, I, you know, I said, I'm going to ask him for a pick. I said, obviously, he's a big boy. He can he can make his own choices. And he went, mate, you ask. It's up to him. And I went, thank you very much. So, yeah. Um, so, I did that with Nuno. Um, but, yeah, it just, yeah, it's, it's amazing the contrast. You know, I put a tweet out. Um, I put a tweet out about, you know, being, you know, a chuck up to the, the security staff at Tottenham and for MK because they didn't ruin any kids' nights or yeah. big kids for that matter. You know, people wanting pictures. You know, Sonny, Reggie, Matt, they were all signing autographs that came back from their warm down and as they left the pitch. You know, it was it was superb. You know, you couldn't it was it was back to the old school in that respect because in one of my in in my humble opinion, I think one of the things that Tottenham have tried to do, especially with this new stadium, is to try and keep the players and the fans so far apart from each other now. It's criminal. Mm. Um so Last night to be at MK Stadium, which I, I will say is is still an impressive stadium for a club of, of the position that they're in, league-wise. Mm. Um, it's a great stadium. Um, you know, they they don't keep you away from from the players. They they let the players decide. And yes, they might keep a watchful eye, but they're not like the Tottenham stewards where they're like, "No, nah, mate, you can't get past me. Fuck you. You ain't having this. Don't be daft, mate. You got to stay away. I'll kick you out otherwise." Yeah. Um, so yeah, in that respect, it was it was Bob on, um, and last night was superb. Um, yeah. You know, Reggie was class, and yeah, and then say I, I got quite lucky. I managed to get um, Sunny, Delhi, Nuno, Reggie, Skip, 
uh, Parrot, um, uh, Doherty, Lucas, Bergvine. Um, I got um, Scarlets as well and a, a couple of other autographs on, on my old shirt for my boy and, and he woke up this morning and he's, he's fucking made up, mate. I bet he was, he's mate. I bet he was. So, uh, one yeah. thing, one thing that I saw just going on the following on the back from what you said about the players and stuff. I, I when they were running in twos, it was Lucas and Bergwijn were running as well. And yeah. um, at the end of it, Lucas, um, the kids were going crazy. Um, yeah. And give his uh, give his training bib, give his pink training bib to a kid, which I thought was really nice. <laughs> the problem um, is, mate, this is the thing you know what Lucas did two years ago, uh, two and a half yeah. years ago, with my daughter. Yeah, you know, I saw him after the Borough game. You know, I said, I reminded him of what happened when we played. I think it was the Bournemouth game. Uh, my daughter had a sign saying, Lucas, you know, can I have your shirt? He saw her before the game, signed a, a thing, said, yeah, I'll find you. And he got substituted off. And he never came over to us after the game. Hmm. Um, and, I, and then I saw him at the Middlesbrough game in at the Tottenham Stadium, spoke to him and said to him about it. And he took my address, told him my daughter's birthday was the 18th of February. Mate, we came home from London and there was a match. I think Max probably got a call again, so I'm sure he'll join us back in a second once he's... Uh... I've tried calling. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, uh, yeah so, yeah, and, um, you know, and, you know, my daughter opened it up and it was his match-worn shirt and on the front, it was, you know, to Lily Rose McMahon, happy birthday, God bless you, Lucas Mora. The guy is so for the kids and for the families, it's yeah. unreal. And I think a... he, yeah. he gets... Um... He gets some unfair rap, to be honest with you, because of some of his political views. But you've got to consider that he—he's not—he's not—he's not a Western. He's not a European. He's not from this country. That I've yeah. lived in Brazil, right? And the way that they're brought up and the things that they believe in are very didn't make him a bad person because he has different political views and everything else. I'm not saying that them political views are right in our eyes. In our eyes, but in he doesn't make him a bad person, you know. Yeah. And I think you've just demonstrated there to go and do that for your daughter is a you know fantastic thing to and do. The, and the thing was, I saw him on the fifteenth of January, right? In that month, he could have sent it the next day. He could have not sent it at all. But to make sure that it arrived on or around her birthday, it's it's, it's that little bit of of class that that makes you think, you know what, he, he's one for the fans. Yeah. And to be fair, I'll be honest, mate, he's, I think he's had a good pre-season. I think he's been that, one of the best players, yeah, in pre-season. Yeah, I think, sure. um, I think Nuno might know, not, might know how to get the best out of him. And I'll be honest as well, looking at how he's he's lined up with the, the front three uh, or the, 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 front, the, the front four with Sun playing up top with, um, with Deli, Bergwijn and Lucas behind, if, if other rumours are to be believed and, and stuff, then, that, you know, it looked quite good last night. You know, we yeah. looked threatening. They so, linked up well, didn't they? They linked up very yeah. well. Uh, I'm not going to go too deep into the game because I know that you've got work. I've got work as well. But we just wanted to do it. We've not done one for a while, so we just wanted to do a quick one. Now you've become a fucking Twitter star again. Um, well, mate, at least, at, least I, at least I did it on uh, on the pods pro- Twitter rather than doing it on uh, exactly, my, uh, mate. Yeah. you know we've, we've got some extra followers out of it which is great and to <laughs> anybody who's listening we will get around to following you back it's just been a yeah say been a hectic few days yeah, but, yeah. so but, uh, but, and yeah you know thanks for the interaction it's, it's nice yeah 
Um, we will try and do one relatively soon. Maybe we'll yeah. try and do one in preview of the season. But things are, things are just a bit crazy. A bit, I know they're a bit crazy for you. They've been a bit crazy for me. Um, we tried to do some Euro ones, but I was going to the bloody games as well towards the end. Shout out to Jake who was listening for helping me out with some tickets. I had to pay through the roof, but they were they were the face value. But it was just crazy. Um, so yeah. apologies that we've not done we have not done too many, but we've just been very busy. So. Yeah. Well, listen, the season's oh. starting up again, mate. You know, so yeah, if we'll we'll be we'll be coming back. It's, to be fair, I know a lot of these podcasts keep going through the off season, and that's probably why they've got the amount of followers and and stuff that they have. But to be fair, we we do this for the crack, you yeah, know. Exactly. Um, so you know, yeah. All right then, mate. Anyway. Well, listen, I will catch up with you over text, and thank you for anyone that's tuned in. Um, we hope we gave you what you wanted to hear in terms of Max' interaction with Paratishi, if that's how you pronounce it, the director of football, as we call him here. Um, anything else you want to say, Matt, before we cut this off? No, just, you know, yeah, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, let's keep our fingers crossed for a productive window and start to the season. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Um, it was a bit of a short one, um, just so Matt could uh, let everyone know what he said to Paratici in the stadium because he was getting some people doubting whether he did ask the question. Trust me, knowing Mac, he 100% did ask that question. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind at all. Um, and it's not given a conclusive answer. I think all it has told us is that we definitely have been looking at this player. So whether it happens or not, who knows? Um, I was pretty confident. I have my doubts now, but that's just Tottenham for you, isn't it? Um, we will be doing a preview show coming up. I don't know when that's going to be. Might be tomorrow, might be in two weeks' time. Who knows? Um, but thanks again for listening. Uh, really appreciate anyone who downloads and listens to us. Um, please give us a follow on social media. Um, we've been a bit inactive recently because we both leading pretty busy lives but um, as Max said there we do just do it for fun really we're not doing it to get, gather a massive following um, it's just something we like to do um, and we just hope you enjoy it cheers